Hey, Basecamp. This is week one kickoff of your Basecamp experience. Again, I highly recommend that you listen to episode zero, an intro to Basecamp, before you listen to this episode. Uh, there are some basic info. There's some basic information I cover there that I think is important for your uh, for you to get the most out of this week's session. Um, and each week, as we progress, it will be important that you stay up with each of these podcast episodes because they build upon the one before it. it they build on it in the sense of basically expecting that you have had the experience of the last week. And that the fundamental concepts, the concepts and fundamentals that I'll be discussing each week, are built into each subsequent week's um, training. And so that way we are taking these uh, concepts that might be more mentally based, sort of mental training concepts or overall big picture concepts, and we're burying them down into the minutiae and the nitty-gritty of actually doing the practical work. So keep that in mind that this is an ongoing program. It's not a cherry pick week by week, pick it whenever you want to. It's all based on a continuum and a long-term progression throughout the whole program. Not only a progression in the workload, but also a progression in the way that I, I unfold the concepts and articulate the concepts, and then they each is a layer that builds on the one above it. All right? So please go back and listen to episode zero, the intro to Basecamp, and then follow along each week, um, both with the podcast and with the worksheet, which is accompanying this and that you can go back to and look at. I want to also note that there is an FAQ or Frequently Asked Questions tab on our uh, private page, and I will be updating that with information each week or as the questions become available. And um, it's a great resource for you if you have questions about what's going on with the program. All right? All right, well, let's dive right back in. Um, what's really another important point is for the details on what I mean by quality, speed economy, long run, and medium long run, as I talk about them here, please go to the FAQ page. I have a description, written description there of each of those sessions, and it will be easier for you to get those concepts there than it will be for me to go through them um, each and every week. Again, expect that there will be some basic concepts that you'll have to find um, in other locations, but if you do find that you have questions that I don't address, please be sure that you ask them. All right? So quality workout. This week's quality workout is an easy run with four times or four repetitions of one-minute pickups. Okay? So easy running is a hard concept for some people to grasp. I kind of think there's a cultural tendency to think that things need to be harder in order for them to be beneficial. The old saying, no pain, no gain, is unfortunately extremely prevalent in the unslash subconscious of most people. Even though we understand that concept as being um, sort of on its, at first glance, to be ridiculous, and yet we all seem to think that if I push a little bit harder or work a little bit harder, I'll get more out of it. And in this program, in this space building program, the opposite is true. Nothing could be furthest, further from the truth about this program if you only did easy runs throughout this program, followed the program without doing any of the quality, without doing any of the speed economy, and just ran easy throughout, you would get 
fitter and fitter and fitter and get probably 95% of the benefit out of this program. Yes, that much. So why do I have the extra 5% in there? What's the purpose of that? Because I think that that variety and variation are critical and crucial to our long-term development. And it's important to give you something that won't bore the living shit out of you. I know that you're going to want things that will be more exciting, have a little bit of shakeup in them, and to keep things from being completely boring. If all you did was just have to go out and run easy, you guys could do that without any help from me. So what I'm doing here is trying to provide you just a little bit of extra work to take the easy running um, approach and at throw in a little bit of challenge there. However, the easy run stuff is the most important thing of the whole program. So be sure that you that you get up to snuff on what I mean by easy. Okay. So the best way for you to know that you're running easy is to check your breathing. Is your breathing relaxed and controlled? Is it in a smooth and easy rhythm? Here's another way to think about it. Can you carry on a conversation? And I don't mean just two words at a time or four syllables at a time. I mean, can you easily talk while you're running? If you can, then you're probably running easy enough. And here's the final test, the absolute pass muster test on easy running. It's can you breathe only with your nose while you're running? Can you have your mouth closed and breathe only through your nose while you're running? If you can do that, you are absolutely running easy. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to do all of your runs where you only breathe through your nose. You will find that very challenging. In fact, there is easy running that happens all the time where someone can't necessarily breathe through their nose. But if you want to have the final sniff test, the absolute guarantee that you're running easy, then you can just breathe through your nose. So why are we running easy? So the key physiological adaptations that we're trying to get from consistent, focused training happen when we run easy. It all happens in the easy running phase. All that fast running does is give you the opportunity to feel more comfortable running at faster paces. There are some physiological adaptations that happen at the faster paces that are, that are very valuable and really essential for running fast. But you could run really easy and build up your long run distance and build up your medium long run distance and still run faster consistently than you've ever run before without doing a lot of quality workouts. This is why your base phase is so important. So many people jump into their training and they start doing very fast interval-based training while they don't have a strong aerobic base. And that interval work that they're doing, all that faster, more aggressive anaerobic work will chop away at their base. What we're doing is trying to lay down a solid, strong foundation in order for you to have the ability to race off of it at some future time. All of the benefits you get aerobically, you get an increased stroke volume. Your heart is stronger. It pushes more blood out to your working muscles. You get greater capillary density. That means that there's more capillaries able to take that oxygen out into your working muscles. We develop and strengthen and grow mitochondria through easy running. The mitochondria are the powerhouse of your cell. It's where all the power happens in your body. And so all that happens in easy running is all the easy running stuff is so important to your process. So for now, I don't want to focus with easy running on paces. Um, if you've got a what I call a geekometer or a smartwatch, you're welcome to use it. 
but don't be looking at it and regulating how fast you run or to trying to determine what easy is based off that data. Just start your watch and finish your watch. Start your watch and turn it off when you finish your run. Use it to calculate the distance that you're running if that's how you're choosing to use it. But don't use it right now to be so focused on pace. Pace is not important for us right now. All you want to be doing is dialing in what easy means. And eventually, as you progress, you'll be able to have a more nuanced and a better idea of varying paces of easy. This is medium. This is easy and a little bit easier. This one's a little bit harder. This one's more comfortable. And you'll be able to have a wider range of easy in your, in your body's vocabulary. Okay? So I just said all that because we needed to get a basic description of easy running. And I wanted to make sure that you knew that getting to know what easy feels like is very important. Okay? All right, so this workout is four miles easy running interspersed with four pickups of one minute duration. And then you want to run five minutes of easy running between each of those pickups. Be sure you are at least one mile into your easy run before you start the pickups. This ensures that you're fully warmed up. Okay, now what is a pickup? A pickup is run at a pace that's just faster than your easy pace. It should feel a little quick, a little sprightly. It should be flash, it should be relaxed and smooth. It should not be a hard effort. It should get nowhere near sprint. It is just picking the pace up. Then what it is is in the term itself, in pickup. So you just pick up the pace a little bit so you feel like you're running faster than the easy pace that you started off running at the beginning of the run. And you do that four times. All we're doing is varying your pace with a little bit faster for a minute, and then you slow back off for another five minutes. A little bit faster for a minute, slow back up for five minutes. Now, be sure that you don't get carried away with these and start getting faster and faster as you progress. There's a natural tendency, once we pick the pace up, to get faster and faster as we go along. So please, be sure after you do that minute pickup that you slow back down into an easy, relaxed, comfortable pace before you start the next one. So that's the whole run, okay? Four miles and interspersed in that four miles are pickups. Four each, one minute long, with a five minutes of easy running in between each one. Moving now to our speed economy day. Again, I remind you, go to the FAQ page for more information on what speed economy is. So on this run, you're going to do an easy four-mile run. And after you finish the run, you want to find a flat, even surface, road or track, that is approximately 60 to 80 meters long. And for those of you who don't know what that distance is, it's about a little bit shorter than the straightaway on a track. Or you can use um, just a time to figure that out. 10 seconds to 12 seconds is your stride distance, okay, in duration. <clears throat> so, a stride is a fast run of very short duration. You want it to be quick and sprightly, as I described with the, uh, with the pickups. But these are a little bit faster. They're a little more focused. There's a little more intent on running fast with these. Okay? But you still need to be relaxed in the face, in the neck, in the shoulders, and the arms. This is absolutely not a sprint. So if a sprint were 100% effort or all out, a stride would be a 95, 90 to 85 to 90% effort. 
as you get better and better at doing these strides, we'll creep those up towards 90 to 95% effort. But for now, 85 to 90 is good. You want to be fast but relaxed. Concentrate on beautiful form. How will you know what beautiful form is? Just picture a galloping horse or some other runner that you've seen that you see with beautiful mechanics. Just look and have pictured in your mind what beautiful mechanics are, what you think they are. Strong, fast, and relaxed. After you've done your stride of 10 to 12 seconds or 60 to 80 meters, then you stop and you turn around and you walk back the same distance that you went to start the next stride. Okay? So these are four of these strides. So they're very similar to the pickups, but just a little bit different. Make sure that you keep a lot of recovery between each one by walking back, and then you're finished for the day. All right, so our medium long run is four miles, and our long run is six, four to six miles for everybody. Okay, some are doing four, some are doing four to six, some are doing six miles. Again, both these easy, these medium long runs and the long run, you can find out more information on the FAQ page. Also, realize that these are run very easy, okay? Easy, easy, easy. That is the story of this program. It is the, it is the, the way that you get to being where you need to be in your running, easy running. All right, so now I want to talk about the fundamentals topic. Okay, each week I'll talk about some fundamental that I think is absolutely critical and crucial, critical and crucial to your running success. This week we're going to talk about mindset. How you approach every day that you train will impact your overall benefit of the program exponentially. I'll say that again. How you approach every day that you train will impact the benefit of your program exponentially. If you have a positive mindset, if you view what you're doing in your running as positive, you will create a positive feedback loop that will benefit you and each workout will build on the next workout and it will start in a long upward spiral to success. If your mindset is negative and you bring to your running a negative attitude and negative approach, you can guarantee that you will not only that you will that you will get a slow and descending negative feedback loop that will cause you to quit, burn out, hate the sport, and not have any fun. Now you might say, come on, this is elemental. Like this is element, excuse me, elementary. Everybody understands this. Everybody knows that um, your attitude is everything, right? Okay, you seem to know that, but do you live that way? Are you bringing a positive growth mindset to what you're doing in your life? Do you approach this base camp program that you're in with a mindset of being positive and growing, learning to grow as a human being, learning to get better as a runner, and therefore creating a more and greater positive feedback loops that allow you to get better and better at doing what you're doing? I cannot overemphasize the absolute importance of having a good attitude. I know it's a cliche. I know you've heard it a hundred times, but I'm telling you from the outset of this program, how, whatever energy you bring to this endeavor, whatever juju, whether positive or negative, that you bring into this program, it will create in your end result. 
listen, folks, I have done the research on the science. And the science says that if you want to get a full benefit out of any session that you do, you need to come with a positive mental framework, understanding what you're doing, know why you're doing what you're doing, and executing effectively the things that you're doing. And if you do that, you will get the full benefit out of the workout. However, if you come into your workout having just had an argument with someone or having had a little fender bender or having a negative attitude because of a test that you took or a poor interaction with someone on the highway, if you come into your training session with a negative attitude, you will get significantly less of the physiological benefit out of that workout just purely and simply because of the negative hormonal structures that are going on with that with your experience of that your hormones affect everything your attitude affects these things you will have less benefit from that workout absolutely if you don't have a good attitude it takes just a few minutes if you had something that's gotten in your head before you start your workout stop Take a deep breath. Think back to why you're doing this training program. If you're a couple of weeks in, think back to why, to, to how the workouts are, are, hap, are, are benefiting you. If you can't find anything from your running that gets you into a positive mental mindset, then think about someone you love or someone you care about. If it's pouring down rain and all you can think about is how miserable the conditions are, that's going to have an effect on how you perform in your workout. It will also have an effect on how much of that workout will benefit you by doing it. Now, that seems counterintuitive, but it is absolutely true. What you bring to your workout will affect what you bring out of your workout, what you get out of your workout, not just from a psychological perspective absolutely fundamentally from what your body, how your body reacts to the work that you're doing. So I'm starting this entire program out with this basic fundamental concept. What you think absolutely impacts your ability to improve your performance physiologically, to say nothing of what it does for your mind and your soul. But if you want your body to perform at its best, you will always check your attitude, check your head, see where you're at as you approach the workout and come present and correct with the best, most positive growth mindset that you can summon in that moment and in that space so you can get the full, full benefit from that session. Okay, that's your fundamental for the week and this is your week one. Please reach out on the Facebook page. Let us know how it's going and how you're doing. And for more information, if you have any questions, excuse me, you can send me an email, sisson at tellusrunning.com. And I'm looking forward to this journey with you. And uh, until next week.